Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 87th episode of Confessions of an Actress. I'm your host, Meredith Patterson. You know, I started this podcast in 2018 on a dare with the idea that I would be confessing. It was going to be actually confessions of a struggling actress because I wanted there to be a voice for those of us who were struggling, not necessarily the celebrity or somebody who's coming from a place of privilege, but from a place of being in the trenches of the entertainment industry. And whether that was known or not in the beginning, that's kind of where I came from. And I still am in that place. And boy, have we been through some ups and downs in this podcast. And with the pandemic, which was not expected to be a part of the podcast at all, it got very political, as you guys can all listen. But I'm kind of going, you know, the long way around the barn and reading and looking through my podcast episodes again and kind of rebranding some stuff as you do in the entertainment industry. And I want to get back to being a voice for struggling actors and for myself as a struggling actress because boy, oh boy, has this pandemic made us really understand what it feels like to be a struggling actor. And I'm coming from a place now where I'm a lot calmer with the fight, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not pushing anymore to get seen for things. I don't get the breakdowns anymore. I used to have a friend of mine who used to kind of sneak the breakdowns to me. And I used to look through them every day and kind of goose my agent and manager and say, hey, I heard that this is going on. I really want to be seen, blah, blah, blah. And with the pandemic, it's kind of all changed. Um, Not just the fact that I live in Montana now, because honestly, I just auditioned for something that I was going to, it was a Dick Wolf show that was going to film in Budapest and I was going to do a guest star. So that's been kind of awesome to be able to still audition for TV and film in Montana because I live in one of the most beautiful towns in Montana called Whitefish which has turned into like the new LA because all of the houses are ridiculously expensive (laughs) and so my husband and I are trying to figure out how are we going to be in a two artist household and have an actual house being struggling actors and struggling artists but we just had a really deep conversation today that turned into a little bit more than a conversation. It turned into us kind of fighting each other because we needed to be heard and seen. And it's something that I find that in a two artist household, we do a lot because we're fighting to feel validated, guys. Those of us who are artists in this industry who are not famous and rich and don't have all the accolades that are supposed to be given to us when we've been in the industry for 25 years, like my husband and I have, you feel the need to, you know, we were talking about the fact that we don't have a lot of the things that people our age have, like a house and a yard and a dog and we own things and we have stocks and bonds and security and all those things that, you know, you feel you need when you're the age that we are and we have kids and all that stuff but we finally stopped 
you know, trying to figure it out and we looked at each other and it was like, we're doing what we love still. And we both know what it feels like. And those of you guys who are listening, who are struggling actors and who aren't struggling actors, I know what it feels like to walk into a job where I just cannot stand it. I cannot wait for it to stop, for my day to end, and I'm trying everything I can do to just feel like I'm doing something other than just making a paycheck. I know how that feels, guys, and with what's been going on the past couple of years, I'm just happy I have any job. I'm happy I have anything, and I really have to check my ego sometimes But it's not really about ego, guys. It's about your spirit. It's about doing work that you love and doing work that you don't love, that you actually, at the pit of your stomach, feel terrible about. I know people who have never felt anything but that when they go to work. That's awful. And when we finally were talking today, I said, you know... I'm really glad that I live where I live, that I've done what I've done, that I'm able to show my kids that I love what I do. And I'm glad that I haven't walked into a job every day for my entire life hating it because I know that shit would manifest in my body. I know I would be sick. I know I would look a whole hell of a lot older than I do. I know my spirit would have been doused. I would not be the woman I am right now if I was not able to be an actress and an artist and a dancer and a singer and a creative spirit in this world, regardless of the shit that I own. Because guess what, guys? I've never owned anything in my life. I think I owned a car once where I actually paid it off and I actually owned it, but it was a shitty car. But still, I've never owned a house. I've never owned a condo. I don't have a lot of possessions. And I'm okay with that because, guys, I would rather spend money on experiences. I'd rather spend money on being a creative artist. I'd rather spend money on hiring an editor so I can write a book about my life and about my experiences so my kids can read it later. And maybe some of you guys can read it too. I was also talking about my book because it's getting some accolades, guys, and I can't talk about what those are yet, but I'm super excited about the fact that so many people love it. And my next book, I actually have been kind of goosed by my editor to really start writing it because the 20th anniversary of me being in Russia is actually coming up this October. And I've been having dreams about me writing this book and not writing this book and which scenario is the one that's going to piss me off. And the one where I don't write the book and that 20th anniversary comes around And with all of the eyes on Russia, it's not really an opportunist thing to say, but it's all of these signs are pointing towards you have to invest the money in getting your second book written because your first book was so well received. I think everyone who read my first book wants to read my second book. 
And then I have people who want to read all about my Hollywood years, which I have a lot to say, you guys, a lot to say. (laughs) I've already been taking notes on that. So my point, you guys, is this podcast was meant to be a voice for a different side of the entertainment industry that you don't always experience, that people don't hear all the time. People don't hear these stories of, yeah, I had to move my family to Whitefish, Montana, and I'm hoping to get some work doing theater or concerts every once in a while, and I'm hoping to get TV and film work, and I'm flying to New York at a moment's notice to audition for a Broadway show, and I'm self-publishing my book, and I'm doing all these things to create work for myself. And it's scary. And there's no security in it. And I have two kids who look up at me and sometimes go, Mommy, when are we going to have a house? Or Mommy, when can we get a dog? Or Mommy, all those things. And that's really what struggling actors do. But also, you get moments of pure joy of being on stage getting to perform and getting to act and getting lost in writing something and thinking about what you could create down the pipeline and getting a call that maybe someone wants you to perform for them and all of those things are exciting you guys and that's what that's what makes me light up that's what keeps me young that's what makes me excited to go to work And, you know, as artists, and it's always been a joke, you have to have a side hustle, you have to have some kind of form of income. And I'm working on doing a lot of things virtually, you guys, because I really want to have passive income and residual income. I know how important that is. And if you guys are struggling actors and you're listening, please, please do something like that. And I'm going to actually have some courses coming up through my website that I'm going to try to teach actors and and creatives how to create some passive and residual income in doing some digital courses and things like that. I really, really feel passionately about that and helping people be employed with their knowledge and their skill set that you've been working on your whole life to be able to be a performing artist or be an artist and know that that's valuable. So know that that's coming up. I have a lot of ideas and I have a lot of things that maybe aren't paying me right now, including this podcast. Even since 2018, it's not paying me anything, you guys. Let's be totally honest. It's not making me any money. But it's something that I feel is a legacy for me. And what's interesting, and I haven't done it, but what's interesting is I kind of want to go back to episode one and listen to the journey because holy shit, when the pandemic comes in and I talk to my agent... That episode is kind of right right when we started to go, oh shit, what the fuck is happening? And I can I remember him saying in that episode, I'm afraid I'm going to be working at McDonald's, which you know, obviously we we all have have to do other work now or we have had to do other work. But the fear of that moment and then and then all of the stuff with just the journey of the podcast, I think would be interesting. So if you're new to this podcast and you happen to come across it, go back to the beginning. 
and just listen to the journey and listen to the interviews that I've had. And I promise you, I have people I'm going to interview. I have a, a, a slew of people that I've reached out to who really want to be a part of this podcast as well. It's just when something isn't paying you, you don't focus on it, right? You, you, you try to do as much as you can with it, but I'm in my car right now, you guys doing this from my iPhone, my speakers. Um, I'm not even in a podcast studio. So I'm just glad for the people who listen to this, the people who have, um, reached out to me because of it, the people who are tuning in, who are supporting me. Cause I know that there is a lot of podcasts. There's a white noise of information out there and stuff out there, but for those of you who are listening right now, thank you. And I appreciate it. I know that sometimes people create things in the world and content and it isn't heard right away and it isn't absorbed in a way that is, I don't know, maybe with the intent of understanding, but the point of this podcast, which is, I'm going to go right back to that is to have a voice for those of us who are struggling, a confession, if you will, of what it's like to be an actress in this business. And I got to say, it's not easy. It is not easy. And I'm going to be doing actually a mini digital course about how to become an actress because it's the question I get the most from not only young people, but older people who are like, I might want to be an actor now. And guess what? There's no timeline. You could be an actor when you're fucking 80 years old. You could do it. So I'm creating what's called a mini digital course, which is probably going to be about 20 minutes long. And it's going to answer those questions. And I'm kind of excited about it because I really want to answer these questions. And I'm having a lot of creatives, casting directors, and agents that I know giving me right now information not what it's like to become an actress 25 years ago, which is when I officially became a professional actress. It's how do you do it now in this day and age? So there's that coming and a lot more down the pipeline. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for those of you who have read my book. And for those of you who are looking forward to number two book, it's coming out. I'm going to say it. It's going to come out the end of 2022. I am going to release this book. It's going to pour out of me. I don't know how, but it is going to, and I'm going to continue down this journey with you guys. So I'm sending you love wherever you are in the world. Remember bliss is your birthright. I know I say that on my wellness Wednesdays, but I keep thinking about it because We are all meant to be blissful in this world. And even with the smallest amount of things and stuff, and maybe you don't own anything either, it's okay, you guys. It's okay. The less stuff you have, the less you have to pick it up and clean it. That's the truth. Um, And happiness is a choice. And you can have vision for what you want and also be grateful for where you are every single day. And I do say that mantra to myself, and I hope you will join me in that. Thank you for listening. Take care.